Dialogue Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Good God, I'm cold and tired, Joel, but I am here. I am yep. here. But how are you? Yep. Oh, look, yeah, it's been a week. Um, I'm not, not a very eventful week because... Uh, I got the uh, COVID two electric boogaloo. Yeah, you um, had round two of COVID. I did, I did. Um, which involved me staying at home, and because my wife was at work and I couldn't leave the house, meant isolating with my three year old. So that was fun. Um, yeah, lots of good times. I mean, look, <sighs> Disney gave you a treat, like because obviously they just put Lightyear up on Disney Plus, so. I mean, yeah, I, it's, yeah. A week ago would have been good. Well, like, look, they're not in, in control of time, Joel. Okay, it, that would have been that would have been great. Like, or if I could have got COVID this week, would have been great. I would have, I would have missed out on a week of late at work, and I don't like doing late shifts. So, like, that would have been much more beneficial. But look, made the most of it. Um, I bought a lot of stupid shit online because, uh, yeah. It's the, the trap, uh, right? Like I, when when you're like, cool, I can't leave my house, but I have access mm-hmm. to the entire internet. Yeah, and also it was pay time. week. Oh, it was pay yeah. week too. Yeah, I was just like, well, fuck. Um, and, and also like to pull the curtain back a little bit as well. I I just changed over my like claiming the tax free threshold on my job because I'm officially not, I was officially not working at my other job where I was claiming it. So like I got like a pay bump of like three hundred bucks. <laughs> I was just like, well, I was going to make things a bit easier now. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I uh, I bought a whole bunch of stuff for Book Week. I bought some costumes for Book Week um, featuring one of the costumes. My son and I will be going as Grogu and the Mandalorian as Din Djarin. So that's going to be fun. I guess they are in books, yes. <laughs> They're in books. Don't fucking. Did I Google the Mandalorian book and it popped up with the novelization? I was like, there you go. Fucking done. There was a done. picture book last year with it. Of, of, of exactly. You know, it's like, don't fucking step to me. I, I know this shit. Look, I just, I only say that because I work with books and like, uh, I don't yep. judge anyone. But so many people are just like walking out with their like Wonder Woman and their Captain America costumes. I'm like, I guess they are technically book characters at, in some places. <laughs> it's fine. Book week is just, book week is just like early education fucking Halloween week. And it's great. Like you just go, oh, fuck it. I went as Where's Wally last year. It was great. It was fun. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Um, got some costumes sorted. Did some baking and stuff. But, yeah, just ended up when Griffin wasn't awake playing some video games. Mainly. Um, but, yeah, apart from being cold and, and 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 tired and whatnot, how are you doing? It's good, I guess. <laughs> it's been a long year. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and it continues, mm-hmm. and that's really—I yep. really don't know what else to say besides that. <laughs> Thank God yes, for video fair. games and other distractions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you did watch my favorite movie of all time. Oh yeah, no, I, that's what I, as I, well. I, I did watch everything, everything all at once, and I liked it. It's a fucking great movie. It's, it was great. I love that movie so much. I saw like a post the other day. It was like, "What's your favorite movie of 2022?" And I, did, I got halfway through the sentence, and I'm like, "It's everything, everywhere, all at once." Like it's that. It's that. Easily, I don't think anything else is going to beat it. It's that. 
that movie is the fucking best. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's out on everything now. Please go watch it. It's so good. Like the only, in- it's it's like one of like that and Top Gun Maverick are the only good movies I've seen in a long like only, only two great movies I've seen in a long time. I should say I've seen plenty of good movies, right. but as far as great movies go, it's like those two, yeah. and then like yeah, sizable gaps <laughs> between them. See, I, yeah, well, see, I haven't seen Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. So it's I'm incredible, like, I, and I, you should see it. <laughs> I really should, I, it, but it's like that's that's. I'm pretty excited for Bullet Train. I'm not gonna lie, Bullet Train came out as of recording today, and I'm. I, I actually won to tickets to go to, to to stream somewhere. Yeah, well, I actually won tickets to go to like the Melbourne premiere of it last night from like a radio station. And they're like, oh, just let us know. It's like, it'll be uh, six o'clock for a six thirty start. And I was like, I finish work at five forty five. <laughs> and this was at nope. Melbourne Central in the city. I was like, I'm not making that. I would really like to make that because it would be fun. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. It's got some good stuff coming out. And like you said, Lightyear is out on streaming now. If you haven't watched that, watch Lightyear. It's it's worth it. Definitely worth watching it on Disney+. Plus. Like, I mean, you're I paying for Disney+. Plus, so. Exactly. And I, I found it not, not hard to recommend. Like, I wouldn't say it is a must-see at the cinemas. I'm glad I did because I just, it was, I'm, I'm, it's, my, it's my shit. So, like, I was like, I'm always going to see that movie. But um, now it's out on streaming. Like, I watch it. It's you could find much worse ways to spend an afternoon than watching Lightyear. Um, but yeah, like I said, time time off from work and home by myself with my son, played a lot of video games. One main video game in particular, but we'll get to that. Uh, so I think, without further ado, it's time for us to kick it over to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. The quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we uh, bring what we've been playing over the period of time since we last recorded and uh, talk about it in whatever detail we feel like is necessary. So, yeah. Um, I mentioned before I played a game, um, mostly in the time that I was off. It's an old, it's an old game now. Year old. Oh, don't say that. Don't make it. I. Oh. I mean, in the in the in the fucking breakneck speed world of video games, it's it true. is fairly it's, old it's now. It's over over a year old. It is, uh, and that it's is honestly uh, coming out to it's nearly a year since I started playing it and gave up on it. Right. <laughs> That's yep. how old it is. Um, uh, that game, the game in question that I've been playing is Returnal from Housemark. Um, I yeah, when I first you know, tested positive. I was sitting at home and I was like, and it was pay week. I got paid and I was like, I need to chew myself up. So I decided to finally take the plunge and up, uh, you know, up my PlayStation plus subscription to the extra tier. I'm just going to just call it plus pass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the middle one. We're going to call it that on the the, the, the dialogue options podcast going forward. Plus pass. It'll just be called plus pass because that's all it is. Plus pass. (laughs) So yeah, I up I up uh, I up my subscription to Plus Pass, and of course the first thing I down the first I downloaded three things straight off the bat. Like I went through the library and I was like that 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 just download them, put them on there. The first one was Stray. Um, the second of all one uh was Demon Souls, which I haven't touched yet. Um, and then the third was Returnal because I was like, I, 
everything I've heard about Returnal was like, this is, I'm going to fucking enjoy this game. Uh, and I am very much so. It's really hard, but it, and it has that, it has that housemark flavor. If you've ever played one of their games, it's like it, that, that DNA is definitely like uh, embodied within this game. Um, right down to like the bullet hell enemy patterns of, of projectiles that they fire at you and things like that. Um, but I, I, I really like the, the, the sort of wrapping they've put on it with this sort of, I'm not super invested in the story, to be honest. Like I, I am like, I'm, I'm curious to see where it's going. So and that, I so do like, this is the first part where I'm, this is where it really irks me. Right. Cause that's the part I cared about. And yeah, right. I will say that like, it doesn't, it doesn't get done a disservice by the game, but um, as I was playing, I'm like, I just want the story. Just give me, give me, take the story and just give it, give me the story, and um, we can yeah. take or leave the rest of it, which is fun. But like, I want the story. Yeah, like I mean, the story is good, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of curious. I'm definitely curious to see where it goes, but like, it's not for me. It's not impeding on the fact that the gameplay itself is so much fun and so tight. Um. I, I, it's, when you, it's, it's one of those games that when you get into the zone with it, you're just like, I'm like, I'm seeing the code. Like it's fucking crazy. And then it takes like two wild shots and you're like, get humbled and you're like, okay, cool. I'll back back and, um, and, and recuperate myself and, and, and try again. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to say about the game. It's, it's just, it's so much fun. I'm really enjoying, um, the dash is so satisfying. I like, and it's nothing new. Like there's nothing new about it. I like being able to like tap it or hold it to do a slightly longer dash. Um, and again, coming back to when you're in that zone, like it, it, uh, once, once you get the melee as well, like using that melee to dash in, I never melee a couple of scrub enemies. <laughs> I use it so much because it's so much fun. 100% of the time. Oh, I love it. Like, it's great. Like, especially when you're going through that, that first area, like once you've sort of like gotten comfortable with that first area in the first couple of rooms, you're just like, no, nah, I'm just going to fuck you up with some sword. At least, uh, at least you know, until on. you beat the first boss and you come back from the first area and you skip it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but That's I still go through it. <laughs> See, I don't because I, I, depending on how far, if like the next, if the, the gateway to the next, the next zone is right there, I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I'll just go through. But like, I like to sort of beef myself up a little bit, maybe give myself a couple of upgrades before I head on in, chuck a couple of parasites on my body, which I love the fact that the parasites, when you attach them to your body are like visible yeah. on the character model so as well. That was it's my really favorite cool. thing in the whole game. That was my favorite part was the the use of the, of the parasites being like your, um, your modifiers, I guess. Mm-hmm. I thought that was yep. very clever. It's yeah, it's really cool, and, and I think there's some. It, it's really good to sort of like customize the way, uh, customize it to the way that you like to play. And once you start getting more comfortable with it, and you're like, oh, I know, I like using this one because it benefits my style of gameplay compared to using this other one in particular, um, or whatever modifiers it has on it. Uh, I so I so far I've got to the second, the second area. Um, I got to the I didn't actually get to the boss fight. I got to just before the boss fight of the second area uh, once. And um, and yeah, sort of beefed it there. But I, I don't know. I'm just having a lot of fun with this game. It's 
again, it's a, it's well and truly over a year old, but I just wanted to shout it out because Housemark. I don't feel like I think Returnal was the first one where they finally got the recognition they kind of deserve because they just make solid games. Like they are solid games that have a a central focus or idea and they build upon that so well, I feel. Um, and I mean, it used to be centered mostly in like an arcade centric style of gameplay. So adapting that to something with a, a narrative may not work as well um, or, 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 or as effectively as they may have intended in the first place. But I give them massive credit for doing it and I'm a sucker for a time loop story. Like I can't, I like you put, you put a time loop in something. I'm like, Oh, I'm listening. Okay. I'm, this is, this is, this has got me hooked. Okay. Um, and also too, the fact that it, uh, 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 all that aside, it's, it's like, like a, a, it is one of the technical showpieces for a PS5 as well. Like it does, it shows off what that console can do pretty nicely, love- especially the dual sense. I would love for House Mark to just make a, a third person shooter adventures sort of mm. game. Take yeah, out the roguelike like, stuff and just make a make a game like that. Because yeah, the environments are gorgeous. Um mm-hmm. it, like the the best the way I would always pitch this game to anyone who would uh, who asked me about this is like imagine imagine any other house mark game, right? But on the mm-hmm. check, there's there's like three extra zeros. <laughs> Cause the budget is just yeah. like through the ceiling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, which is great because they still make it work. But um, yeah, I and I love it too. For, for like, it has the one thing that a roguelike needs, which is like, oh, you're dead, cool, and you're back in the game. Like it's and honestly, that's thanks to the SSD because I bet, of course, hundred percent. This was a PS4 game. Oh boy. Oh yeah, yeah. So you would be either sacrificing some of the visual fidelity of the game, or you would be suffering long load times, which can kill a game like this. Oh yeah, honestly, no, absolutely. Not even, not even just it's, games like this. Like even regular games, where if a load time is bad true. when you die, it's like I, I don't know if I want to do that again. <laughs> it's but it's, it's especially more like harder to swallow in a oh, game yeah. where you go into it knowing but I'm going to die, die. Yeah, a it's lot in this game. Yeah, like, yeah. this game is going to fuck me up. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's good where it's just like, all right, there's been somewhere I've just like, I'll start a run. I'll go into a room, just get annihilated and I'll have like little to no health left. I'm just like, I'm just going to walk off a cliff. I'm going to start this again. Like, yep. Done. Well, that whole process takes five seconds to get back into things. After you like go Um, through that ship crashing again, which I guess is where the the little load is hidden. So I'm like, please let me skip this. (laughs) You can. Can you? Yeah, you can hold hold the button to skip it. And the waking up, like, off the ground stuff, yeah, you can skip all that. It was impa- oh, no, like I said, it's been nearly a full year since I played it, so. Mm, yeah, no, you can definitely, like, I think maybe the first few times that you do it, or if it's, like, a scripted one, um, it's a good point to, to bring up as well. There are some cool moments that are, I guess, scripted, but you could miss them. Um, one in particular I sent you a photo of, when I was playing during the week where um, there are a couple of first person moments where that's where sort of most of the narrative stuff happens, particularly in the house um, in Celine's house. Um, Very, very, very creepy. Uh, Very, very, very uh, atmospheric 
and, and sort of put me quite on edge. But um, one in particular was uh, I woke up in my ship and when you wake up for a new run, sometimes it'll spawn you in the ship um, and you can like wander around. There are things in there you can play around with. There's like a daily challenge you can do and then there's some other stuff. You can look at your stats and things like that or you can go for a sleep. Um, so I went the first, the, the second one I, the, I, of these that I did, I went for a nap. I was like, I'm just going to go for a nap, lie down. And I woke up and I went to move forward with the control stick and it wouldn't move. And I was like, what the hell? And then the astronaut, which if you've played this game, you will understand, uh, just flashed in front of me and then disappeared. And then I woke up again and I was like, that's some eternal, that's some eternal darkness shit right there that sort of fucked me up a little bit. Um, but the other one was I woke up for a run in the, the cockpit and I was like, cool. I got out of the cockpit and I realized I had a like triangle to sit down in the cockpit button. I'm like, that's new. That hasn't been there before. So I sat down and I'm like looking around in first person at the console in front of me down at the actual console. And then I just happened to glance up through the, the windshield of like the cockpit and the spaceman, like the astronaut was standing right fucking there and it, scared the shit out of me because I was not expecting it. Um, oh, and I was like, oh, well, well, that was, um, yeah. and there's no like audio cue jump scare or anything like that. It's just like, Hey, what's up? And it's just like, fuck, like just the perfect amount of scare for me. I was like, yep. All right, cool. All right. Back into the run. Yep. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I mean, kudos to house Mark for, for, for really sort of trying to branch out, but still keep that, that housemark DNA well and truly intact. Um, it's a fucking great game. And the dual sense stuff is really cool too. Like you, it took me a while to get used to like the half trigger pull and things like that. Normally I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a pain, but now it just feels natural. Um, and like switching from like alt and second, like alt fire and primary fire with just how hard you're squeezing the trigger is I think, Brilliant, because it may freeze up the rest of the controller. That frees up an extra button that you don't have to worry about pressing. Yeah, I mean, I, it's um, cool. I could take it or leave it, though. Honestly, uh, it's nothing. It's nothing crazy, but I think it's. I think it's a really good I just, use of it. And I have that same thing every it. time. Like I'm using the dual sense, and I'm using those triggers. I'm like, one day it's just gonna snap. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fine. I have two now, so it's fine. Um, that's not fine they're expensive controllers <laughs> they are but i have two it's fine my speaker okay. on my purple one started to go i'm like well i never used you anyway oh, so that's fair um i do yeah i i, and I like the, the the haptics feedback in the in the controller as well like does all the fun things with like um like rain sound effects the the sounds that come out of it are interesting as well like there's a couple of alt fires on some of the weapons that have like a Iron Man like sound, and the way that it, that they've the audio design of it that comes out of the controller is really cool. It's almost sort of like I I don't know it it fucks me up. I was I, like, this is I played really the cool. <laughs> yeah, but this is I don't know like uh, this is a bit more hype. Like it sounds better. They're doing some cool stuff with the audio design with it because I think that they've got the technology there to be able to do so. Anyway, I. I really like Fraternal. I it's it's great. I can't wait to play more. Um, I'll, I'll I'll probably get to a point within another week or so where I put it down and play some other things to um to move on a little bit. 
but I will come back to it. It's I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle this beast because it's a genre that I really like by a studio that I really enjoy their games and and what they're trying to do. Um, and it's got an interesting enough storyline to keep me coming back for more. So, Journal, if you've got PlayStation Plus um, or the Plus Pass, you get it for free. So go check it out. It's really good. Kai, I've talked long enough. Please return me with one of your games. Before you play Returnal, download Stray and play that instead. Because <laughs> that's like a, like a five, six hour game. And it's fucking great. <laughs> I played an hour of it and I liked what I played of it, but then I was like, I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed. And then, yeah, I woke up the next day, started Returnal, and I haven't looked back. <laughs> All right, well, no, we'll keep my discussions light because a lot of it can just give away a lot of the cool surprises this game has. Um, but for the uninitiated who haven't been paying attention to the internet, I guess, for the last week and a half, because everyone's been pretty suitably and appropriately obsessed with the cat game, uh, Stray is made by Blue 12 Studio. And it sees you play as a little stray cat in a cyberpunky post-human robot-filled world. And your adventure is basically... So to set the scene of a start is you just start with a bunch of cats just doing cat things, you know? You, you scratch at things, you play off another cat's tail, it's amazing. You run yep. around, you do some jumps, and you're like, this is this is brilliant. And then your You'll cat... You'll curl up on a cardboard box and... Yep, and- exactly, have a sleep. Yep. All looking very cat-like. Um, and then, yeah, the next day, you're just doing some, you know, some casual cat platforming, as cats do. Uh, but yep. you land on a pipe. Catforming, gives, yes. Yeah, catforming. That gives, I guess, if we're saying plus plus, we're saying catforming. Exactly, yeah. Doing some catforming. And one of the pipes you're jumping to gives way, and you're sent tumbling down into the abyss. Uh, and this is really where the game starts. And, again, I won't give too much away, because Joel hasn't played it, but... You go through some, it just, so this isn't exactly what I would call like a PS5 showpiece, right? Like I'm pretty sure it's on PS4 as well. Yeah, it is. But it still, it just looks really nice. Like the use of color and lighting is, especially in a couple of the um, the built up areas, is just really, it's it can be quite gorgeous to look at. And there are some other aspects to the gameplay that definitely caught me off guard where I was like, I didn't know I was going to get this particular thing out of this game. But I'm I like it because it's there's some there there is some I wouldn't say scary stuff. There's some creepy shit. There's some weird shit where I was like, "Fuck, that's weird and gross." I'm here for it. Let's let's do more of that. Yeah, it's sort of. So I got up to. Uh, I met like, the group of, robots, like the ones that run away from you, and then you sort of like like, "Hey, you're not who we thought you were." You're yeah, all right. Like the um, berserk things. Yes. Yeah. So little, little uh, parasite I, things that just eat everything. <laughs> yeah. So I got to I got to like there where I, I like I met them and that's why I was like I would put this down for tonight because I'm a bit tired. I'll come back to it. Never did. But um, I do want to. It's I I really liked that whole when you land in the underground world and you start like making your way through. You're like okay, cool, and then you start getting those messages through like the the monitors and things like that. It's great. I was like that's really cool and then yeah. Um there's it does some really interesting fun fun things in there as well. Um yeah, it's cool. I, I think it's a it's a really interesting game. Yeah, like uh like it doesn't do anything groundbreaking. Uh 
but just it's it is interesting to sort of see you know this perspective of just what if you were in this world as a cat and that's really that's the mm-hmm. main hook of the game is you're a, yep. a cat who can't talk you can meow and boy do you just press circle meow all you want you can meow and cut yeah. sometimes oh yeah <laughs> just yeah keep, you keep just mashing it never stop meowing like it's it's Classic. always and all like meows all the time every time you meow near like one of the other robots like they have like set robots will have different reactions and which is great um you know you can press triangle with some of them to like rub up against their legs and stuff there are couches and floors you can scratch up and claw um anytime you like doing the the doming on things like just like going up the tree and just like clawing at it anytime the solution to going forward was like going up to a door and scratching it until it opened i'm like oh fuck it is this does feel good i see why cats do it now yeah or knocking shit off a bench oh yeah Sometimes it's like a puzzle solution. Other times you can just do it. And I'm like, you just yeah, like walk along. Yeah. You walk into a room, you're like, I'm going to fuck all this up. Like, yeah, like I'm jumping just up onto like counters minutes. and knocking, knocking mugs off and stuff. I'm just like, just yeah. total menace. It's great. Classic, classic it's so cat good. behavior. Uh, but yeah, so I, again, I won't talk about it too much, but the story is pretty simple. But by the end of it, I will, I will say that I was pretty invested. And the ending in particular is like, Oh man, that was really, that was really sweet. God, I love this fucking cat. <laughs> and I will say it's, that anyone who's playing the PC version and modding a dog, blasphemous. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just let it be the cat game. <laughs> let it be the cat game. Now, the people who've modded the meow button to be the Jason from Heavy Rain, and just instead of meowing, going Jason, Jason, great. Genius. Keep Genius. that up. Keep, yeah. You're doing God's work. It's great. I only once you play the game, start to finish once, though. You only after you oh, finish it once do no, the no, Jason no. mod. But yeah, no, sure, you don't nice. do that for a vanilla run. Don't do that for a vanilla run. No, no, no. Run. Don't that's ruin not, your first that's one. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know what else to say about it without you having played it. But I will say the atmosphere is really, is real. It was good. The Some of the environments surprisingly colorful. Controls are, are, are great. I do actually really like that they made the jumping as simple as looking in direction and pressing X. Like there's no like precision platforming, which is good. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, sl- but the, it's still really satisfying. Like just oh, the yeah. animation is really, Again, really it's nice. Just, it's yeah. just like, it's a cat. Yep. Just yeah. the way you can like, you have to look at some um objects and be like, in other games, I wouldn't be able to reach that, but I'm a cat. So I can. And that's just exactly. yeah, little things yeah. like that are really cool. And when you find like pipes, you can walk along as well. And uh, it's, again, it's not a huge thing, but a lot of the areas and puzzles and zones you go through uh, have usually multiple paths you can take. And again, all lead to the same end point mostly, but like, it's just cool that there's different pathing you can, but based on how you're playing the cat, like sometimes there's straightforward paths. Sometimes there's like a pipe that hugs a wall that you can climb along. And yeah, it's of just course. like little things like that. You just, just neat to just re- feel like you're being rewarded for exploring from the perspective of a cat. And uh, so you, wait, did you say you got to the, the first area where there's robots? Yeah. Like, so I, I met like the group that like were running away from me and yeah. then I sort of have met, met them and they were like, you're okay. have you met the guy with the guitar yet? No, not yet. <sighs> Well, I will talk a little bit about him because he was at, like immediately yeah. when you get there, he's he was one of my favorite NPCs because he's just like, "Hey, if you bring me music, I'll play it." And I'm like, "Done." 
Fuck yeah. like, like throughout that first area, there's like eight music sheets you can bring him. And then he'll play each of them. And then every time I do it, I'm like, well, there's also a sleep spot right next to you. So you play a song and I'll curl up next to you, catch some Zs. Uh, yep. I did manage to, get, by the end of the game, get one of my favorite trophies, which is um, Productive Day, which is sleeping for a total of one hour in game time. <laughs> That's great. Classic, classic cat behavior. That's great. I know there's a trophy for meowing like a hundred yeah, times. Like, there's also a trophy for dying nine times and I refuse to get it. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I was like, I might partner this game and I was scrolling through the trophies and one of them was like, it's called Out of Lives and it's like die nine times. I'm like, I refuse. No. I think no. I think I got the cat killed like twice and it I was like, no, never again. That it's, was an accident. Yeah. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I didn't realize that like dying was an yep, option. You can oh, die. oh actually no. Sorry, I do know that because it, only... it did ha- it did happen to me once, yes. I should say technically like with the Zerks, it's dying. There are other scenarios where it's probably not technically dying, but it's like a game over screen. Yeah. And I was like, I right. refuse. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm not letting this happen yeah. anymore, so I'm not going to get the Platinum in this game because I'm not killing this cute little cat. I refuse. Uh, well, I'm already a couple I'm already a couple of down, so I'm, I might as well. You're a monster. Yep, I am. It's fine. Monster. Um, <laughs> There is one thing in particular that I want to say about the ending that I won't, but I wish it, it had had gone differently or like there was just a little bit extra at the end to give me something but i wanted to sort of loop it back to the start of a game um okay yeah i i really like this game again it's pretty low commitment it's like i would say i would say six hours but it can take longer because there are things you can there's like extras you can find there are badges you can can get for doing like little little like odd jobs and quests for, for the various npc bots um there's memories you can give for your little robot companion uh b12 you get very early on in the game. He has some cool narrative stuff going on. The soundtrack stuff is really subtle, but it's nice. Yeah, it's just... It basically has lived up to what I wanted it to be. And I will honestly... I'm probably going to be talking about it at the end of the year just because I think it's a great little tight package. Yep. Yeah, I I like. I definitely will have it done by then for sure. But like, it's... Yeah, I know. The flashiness of Returnal sort of attracted me far too much. I sub I know I, up the subway. I, I was like, I knew I knew it would too, and I was like, I up my my subscription, and I'm like, I'm gonna play straight, and then I'll get to Returnal. I played an hour of straight, and I was like, I'm a bit tired. I'm gonna go to bed. Then I woke up the next day, and I was like, Ah, oh, I might play some more straight. And then before I knew it, I'd started Returnal, and that was it. But yeah, that's been the. End I'm of not the angry. Of my life. I'm just disappointed. That's worse, but <laughs> that's arguably worse. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to talk briefly about another game that I'm pretty sure you've talked about on the show already anyway, uh, and I haven't finished it. I've just played a, fit, a little bit of it. Um, just want to give a big shout out to libraries. Libraries have video games now, and it's the best. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the show already. In fact, I definitely did when I played Ratchet and Clank, but like it's the best. Um, I finally my 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 spot in the queue to to borrow out um, uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That's the the name of it, isn't it? I'm yeah. pretty sure. Um, the new Kirby game. I I borrowed that out and have been playing it, and it's so good. It is revoltingly charming. And it is it's a, just a nice like, time. Like I, I, yeah, I, I spoke about it when I had COVID. That was my COVID game. 
because mm-hmm. fuck it, I needed something happy, and it did the trick. Like it was, it was a big mm-hmm. old band aid on my COVID misery. Was just playing Kirby. Absolutely, uh, and it's been great, sort of like playing it with my son, who's um, I was just gonna give him a controller and like me play as Kirby and let him sort of just muck around, but I was like, fuck it, I'll just I'll add him in as like a co-op character and give him a Joy-Con, um. And he was sort of starting to get it. Like he was like, oh, this button jumps and I'm just going to hit it and jump a lot. And then he'd just get sort of like bubbled along to me as I was running around and doing things. And then he's like, oh, this button attacks. This does, this does a stab. Um, and then I, I'm, I'm, my next challenge is to try and get him to figure out thumbsticks and then we'll sort of try and put it all together. But he's thumb getting sticks, there. Like, thumbsticks are the part like I, if I hadn't been playing video games for as long as I had, Thumbsticks are the part that would absolutely just break my mind. I don't even know. It's, like, it, it's just like such this weird thing that I move both my thumbs separately and differently. I don't know. But even still, just even just because it's just one for Kirby, like you just need to have one. Mm. But even then, it's like it, it, it's just so second nature. Yeah. To me, and I like I get that. Like, but also it's it's so funny. Like interesting trying to to explain it to someone. Yeah, like I Especially imagine. to like a small child that doesn't really quite understand most things anyway. Um but like he's been having a lot of fun with it and he really he'll come up to me and say, I want to play Kirby. It's like we can play Kirby, dude. Let's do it. Um but yeah, outside of that, like I mean that intro is just perfect. Like it is I'm such so a glad great... the intro song wasn't in the demo because it was the best. Yep, me too. I a hundred percent agree. Joel, it's I... it's I need you to finish it because <laughs> there's another I'm, I'm part going of the game to. that I have to talk to you about. I, I'm going to because I've, I've, I, I don't know what it is, but I have heard that there is something that happens. Oh, there's that something is so amazing fucking amazing. Um, I, I look. I, I think I'm in. I think I'm about to do the boss fight in the like fairground world. Which world? Which is that? love that. It's the one with like the the theme parky. One with like the rides and shit. Yeah, I, just remember, I don't remember what number world it is. <clears throat> I think it's the third one. Okay, all right. You get so there's the first there's there. the first world. Yeah, there's the first world. Then there's the second world's the beach stuff. You're probably and the third one. So you're probably nearly halfway. Yeah, I figured as much. But then it's like I've, I've been like trying to do the challenges, which are really great. Um, and like going back to Waddle Dee Town and like upgrading all my abilities when I get blueprints for them and. I've got I've got fucking bayonetta guns now, like that I can do like the 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 fucking and you can shoot the little bees shot. as well. Oh my god, it's it's just so yeah. Just he has guns now. Kirby's got guns. Why not? Um, I like the volcano, the volcano head one. We just like spit out like endless molten balls of lava. That's kind of fun. Um. I like the the very very light, but the the fact that there are some like combos that you can learn, um, and like you know I can only do this move if I'm like specifically close to a character, or if I'm back here, if I hold this button and then do this, it's 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 really cool. I'm I'm really enjoy. It's very impressive that game, um, and it just makes me smile. It makes me smile every time I boot it up. I'm just like, this is a lot of fun. It- it's just the win that Kirby's needed. I feel like, like, cause mm-hmm. it, we, there's never a shortage of Kirby games. There's always a Kirby game coming, but usually I'm just like, ah, don't really need to play it. But like the second yeah. I saw the trailer for Forgotten Lands, I'm like, shit. 
that's a good-ass looking Kirby game. And happy to mm-hmm. say that, yeah, having played it, it is a good-ass Kirby game. It's super fun. Like, I'm just... It's yeah, not I'm... also not entirely impossible that we get to the end of the year, and it might be my favorite Switch game. We'll see. Bayonetta 3, Bayonetta 3 is probably its top competition at the moment. Woo! And like, oh, like you're talking first party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, probably. If like, when I look at my top ten, it'll probably be the highest ranking again. Without play, having not played Bayonetta three yet, because that's that's just a whole other discussion. I want to believe it's going to be good, but there's always there's like that little nagging sense of doubt about I, how Platinum's mm, track record has been recently. No shade, yeah. Platinum. I want you to, I want you to come good with this game, and I think you probably will. But I'm just, I have doubts. I so, want those games to have been bad because they were focusing because so they were doing this. Oh, the, um, like that's what I want. The Borderlands two treatment is what you're talking about. Uh huh. Hopefully yep, not as 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 cursed as that one, but no, no, no. Hey, yeah, we're gonna but... give you all this money to make this alien game. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, we'll just piss it in. So we'll wake up the day before, like fuck, we haven't done that Shit. game. <laughs> oh man, Borderlands two is doing so well, but fuck. Never yeah. forget that I that I played that game and. Ended up just running through the last few missions and not fighting anything. Oh, God I was playing co-op it. with our, our friend Brendan, and we just sprinted past everything. Like, mm. good God. <laughs> what a mess. Yep. Not well, like Kirby. Fine. Kirby, good game. Kirby's great. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm so glad I played. Because, like, playing the demo, I was like, this is really good. I like what they're doing with, with Kirby here. Because you're right. Like, it, it's always been like, oh, I'm sure someone's very excited to play this game. And it looks good, but I'm not. it's not for me. But this was, yeah, it was like the first one. I'm like, okay, all right. You know see what we're doing here. And you know then who needs this revival next? Who? Yoshi. Oh my God, yes. Nothing, again, no shit against the most recent Yoshi games, but they've kind of been the same. Been like, hey, do you remember Yoshi's Island? I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I, I played it. Yeah. These games are cute, but like, I think I need something more now. And I think too, I think the thing that, 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 Forgotten Land does well as well. It's it's not even playing on like wild mode or whatever it is and things like that. It's not hard. Oh no. But there is there is some challenge there. Some of those challenges, if you're trying to get like the target time, oh, they yeah. can get pretty bullshit. Like I was so happy when I realized I could just give up on the target time. <laughs> yeah. I there's been a couple I would of still, them. Like, I would still go for them, but like exactly. after like five tries I couldn't get it, I'm like, good enough. <laughs> Now, there's a couple of them where I'm just like, no, I can do this one. This one I can do. I can definitely do. I just fucked up that one little bit and, um, you know, just go for that that world record time. Actually, slight tangent. We should do a shout out here to our good friend, Mr. Josh Anor, Cass, on, uh, on Twitch, uh, which, you know, he is now the world record holder for Transistor speedrunning. Um, pretty fucking cool. Congratulations, Cass. And also, can you tell Joel to play Transistor? Can we not? Actually, I'm going to at him tonight and tell him to tell you. Oh, fuck. This, play I, Transistor. Look, it's seriously I've, so good. I started it and I did like it. I And I just haven't I get it. You, to I it. guess you just hate Supergiant. It's fine. I don't hate Supergiant. It sounds like you hate Supergiant. And that's all I'm um, Hades, Hades is my like. Joel just like game. out here with his Supergiant slander. 22. It's only against the Pyre. So you'll play Transistor then? Yes. I started it. And now you need to finish it. Oh, okay. 
so but, good. But yes, congratulations, anyway. Cass. Like, yes. I know he's been the one stream I managed to tune into for him. Of course, it's the one that I miss. I just I opened Twitter and saw the cap. I'm like, oh my god, he did it. (laughs) Cast did it. It was it was crazy. It was something about like I I I jumped in just as he'd started, and he's like, it's doing a practice run. Right, right. He's chatting to chatting away to chat, and it was great. And um, the video is up on YouTube now as well. It was all verified as well. Um, and then it got to a point halfway through where I was like, I was cooking dinner as I was watching it, and I was like. Something feels different about this because he keeps saying, like, oh, I don't know much about speed running, especially don't know much about speed running something like transistor um, and like terminology and things like that. But like people were going, hang on. He's like, oh man, this is going pretty well. And then I sort of looked away to like finish cooking dinner and I looked back and the timer had stopped with like 12 seconds left. And I was like, holy shit, he fucking did it. And it was his practice run of the night. First run of the night, it was like, yep. Yeah. He's like, what am I going to do now? I just started streaming. I don't know what I'm going to do. Now so, chipping away at our Hollow Knight, I believe, is his current yes. one. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, congrats to him. That was a good moment to bring up about just talking about speed running and times and things like that. But um, Speed running is great. And I'm glad that, yeah, it's great seeing Cass doing more of it. And now we can get him to make you play Transistor. I'm going to, like I said, I'm adding him tonight. I'm making sure. <laughs> God damn it. Fine. Anyway, Kirby is great as well. Really enjoying that. So, Karen, what else have you been playing? Uh, so, lastly, I've 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 begun embarking upon the shadow that's going to cover for the rest of my year, which is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, finally yep. released last Friday. Um, I just, like, I'm talking like the night before. I finished like Torna Golden Country, like rounding out my Xenoblade catch up. So I managed to finish one, it's DLC, like Future Connected, and two, and then two's DLC Golden Country. I it was close. You're a fucking man, man. You're an I, again, that was man, all man. thanks to that month off where I was able to actually finish the, if if that hadn't have happened, it wouldn't have worked. Cause Xenoblade two yep. took me essentially two months to finish. <laughs> just Jesus. Like not, God. not, I wasn't playing just that. So like, I'm sure if I played just that, I could have done it quicker, but like, even I was watching the calendar go past every week on, I got to play some more Xenoblade two. I got to do this. <laughs> I'm on the look for hell. it now, God. Um, but I did it. And now, and I'm already, I'm enjoying having done that going into Xenoblade three. Cause Straight off the bat, there are two characters who are masked, but I'm like, I I know who you both are because I played Xenoblade 1 and 2. I'm across this. Don't worry. And that right. alone is enough of a narrative hook to make me want to finish this game. So I'm like, what's going on here with these two characters? I have to know. Uh, but in a more general sense, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, look, it's a JRPG, so it's got a kind of slow start. Uh, one thing, one really big thing that I will complain about with this game um is it is heavily tutorialized in the start and i'm not sure if this is because nintendo was like look this is the shot of this this franchise to really blow up because xenoblade one was big it was part of that operation rainfall and all that um that sort of was like its claim to fame really was like hey everyone but america got it america was like fuck you we want it and then america got it yeah Uh, and then of course it came to new 3ds as well yay <laughs> the only new 3ds cool. exclusive oh that's right yeah yep and then xenoblade 2 was the big surprise at that direct thing and they were like yeah this game this game we're showing in january that's coming later this year and everyone's like no it's not nah. it did came out december 
Monolith Soft, don't lie. These guys are machines. Uh, so yeah. But this one, I think they saw a chance for it to blow up. And I worry that, again, it's as I've got, I think I'm like, probably in chapter three or four. So it's happening less now. But okay. a lot of times in the first, like, six or seven hours, the game would be like, all right, it's time for a tutorial. And you're like, "Ah, I know how to equip an accessory, man. This is my first JRPG. Well, that's the one thing I was going to bring up, like that that I sort of always ask when it comes to games like this, that I'm not super familiar with the franchise or whatever. Um, How accessible is this to someone who hasn't played a Xenoblade game at all? It's fine. Like, like, so the Xenoblade games are a, a weird case where it is a standalone game, but there will no doubt be threads from 1 and 2 that are sort of plucked and tugged at in this one. This, I think they actually toted this game as one that would sort of bring them all together. But if you haven't played 1 or 2, like, honestly, you would probably be fine to jump into 3. Uh, if anything, mm-hmm. you might get further in and be like, I really want to play those other two games now. Like, even right. the game's cover art, if you play one and two, you're just like, I can't play this fucking game. <laughs> like, right. Okay. I, that's from Xenoblade 1 and that's from Xenoblade 2. What's going on here? Uh, but just from a general sense, if you haven't played any, like, I would say, if you have an interest in JRPGs, you could happily jump into this. But I will caution you by saying, yeah, the, the first opening hours are so... And again, it's it's as I'm moving past it, it's becoming less of an issue, but it was pretty annoying just to be constantly stopped to be like, here's how you do this, and here's how you do that. For some of the newer mechanics, it was fine, but for stuff that I'm like, this is... All, and the easy solution, right, is just like, hey, do you need this tutorial? And you pick no. Uh, which but, most games do these yeah, days. But yeah, they don't even give an option. They make you go through it. And like, it can just be a bit annoying when you know, I'm like, you're like, okay, guys, I'm going to be playing this game for probably like, what, 40 hours. Please don't add yeah. unnecessary hours, like slowly guiding me through a menu. Because like, it'd be like, this, press the extra button fat. to open the menu. Okay, now <sighs> pick this. And you're like, oh, I know. Oh, I hate those ones where it won't let you do anything else. It's like, press this specific yeah. button. Now. Yeah. Do this. You're like, suck. and again, if that can be useful to people, but I just wish of I course. had an option to opt out of doing it. Yeah. But yeah, that's rough. That that's is my rough. biggest complaint. But, Beyond okay. that, the game is it's great. The combat's really snappy. Uh, they've changed. It feels way more Xenoblade 1 than 2 in a weird way. Like, in the sense that it's still... Combat is still probably very messy if you haven't played a Xenoblade game. And if you thought it was bad, like, with a party of... I think in, in Xenoblade 1 and 2, your max party size was 3. In 1, you had 3 party members, and in 2, you had 3 party members, and then they each had, like, their blades that didn't really okay. interact in combat. They sort of just gave you your powers. But in Xenoblade 3, you start off with a party of 4, and you're like, okay, alright, I'm getting the hang of this. But honestly, in the first, like, 3 hours or 2 hours, you get your other party members, and then you basically just have a full party of, like, I think it's 6 all up. Yeah, it's six party members. Jesus. And Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then there's boy. The, then um doing quests as well, you also get a seventh uh, guest party member as well. Uh but yeah, so it's fallen much the first thought I had playing this game is I feel like may probably not not on a Switch, and maybe not Switch 2. But I am just on the the watch 
the weight for a Xenoblade MMO at this point. Like, it just feels perfectly poised to be that franchise for Nintendo that goes that way. The combat's already pretty much set up to be an MMO. Uh, And yeah, this one introduces, like, um, it has the job system, so, like, Final Fantasy-styled. And those jobs are assigned roles, so, like, DPS, support, tank. Mm. So, like, I'm like, oh, I'm just waiting for it. Like, one day there's going to be a direct where they announce the next Xenoblade as an MMO, and I will not be shocked. Like, (laughs) it's coming. Hmm, interesting. Uh, Wow, Nintendo's first MMO, that'd be cool. It would be very interesting, wouldn't it, to see what it was. Mm. I just feel like Xenoblade is already poised to... It's already got its foot in the door. All we really right. have to do is just like bring in hundreds of players, and that's it. Yeah. And I guess in yep. that sense, you're just waiting for this, the Nintendo hardware that can fucking handle it. Oh, yeah, that's also like, I know, very true. I know yep. Dragon Quest Ten is on Switch, and that's an, an MMO, but um, I don't know how how full on that one is. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so. We've gone the job system this time. Everyone's got assigned roles, but the other good thing about it is you can anyone could be anything. After you get past again another annoying tutorial, where it's like, "Hey, did you know you can swap everyone's jobs?" and then it takes you through the, the thing. It's like, "Cool, you're now stuck like this until the next battle that we're gonna take you to." It's like, oh. but then once that's done, you sort of uh, you can just basically swap everyone around. Um, they learn skills for those jobs. Again, it's it's pretty classic Final Fantasy job system going on. And uh, that's a problem because I really like it. Yeah. But I, it also means that uh, when I get a new job, I'm like, all right, I want this job. And um, that means I have to put a yep. character on that job and just start <laughs> grinding him up. <laughs> the good like, news yeah, is, right. early you're on, up, get in yeah, there. Get in there. It's like, but I was a healer. Not anymore. Now you're a nah. DPS. You've only got yeah. one healer now. We'll be fine. Nah, I don't think you fine. will. <laughs> Shh. Uh, but yeah, so the good the way they sort of make that less painful is initially it mentions it'll change later, which I'm not surprised about. But initially, the cap is level ten for these jobs, so it's not too unspeakable, like uh, not not too difficult to get a character to a, a level you're happy with before you swap them off. Okay. And then there are hero characters who are like your guest party members, and they usually have their own jobs that they will when they you finish their quest line they'll gift to one party member and then as that party member is using it the other characters will learn to unlock it so basically by the that's end of the cool. game everyone can be anything and that's just just great for your party flexibility Give, giving the, the, the player full control over who's what is just a good idea and especially in a game like this where again combat can be nothing but noise sometimes it's just people right. shouting just shouting attack yeah. names and you're like Cool. <laughs> Good work, everybody. And, and from a narrative perspective as well, it kind of makes sense that like this party's hanging out and questing together for so long that they probably would be like, well, that was pretty cool. Can you show me how to do that? Yeah. Like, you know, or, and, or like just picking up bits and pieces throughout battles to so the it's point also, where they're like, oh, I could do that. And they have a crack at it themselves. It's sort of cool. a link to the narrative as well, because this game's okay. very much about sort of breaking free. So okay, very, very brief, like, introductory for the uh for the story you your party members your first group of three party members are from one faction and the second group are from another faction and these factions are constantly at war basically these humans i guess we can call them that like it's not clear what they are yet they are human-like but they'll probably have a right. name like in um in xenoblade one their race is called the homs i'm like could just call them humans man didn't yeah, have to just, call them homs yeah, but whatever yeah. 
whatever. God damn. <laughs> but um, so they are created, and then they have they're accelerated to basically, I think, you know, teenage ish, and then they fight. They train and they fight, and basically their lifespan is ten years. And if you if you survive the full ten years, you get to stand before the queen and get basically get your life force drained from you by her. Um, but basically, cool. you get to live for ten years and you die. If you're lucky, otherwise you die in combat and then you're dead anyway. Some fucking um, Logan's Run shit. Yeah. So and it's like it's not like it's a new story concept, but no, it's interesting to watch these characters, you know, wrestle with that. And then they have the story happen, and then they are broken free of that cycle, but they're the only ones. And sort of the consequences that sort of sort of come from that is definitely very interesting. And they have, of course, stuck with the uh, heavily British voice acting, which is, I love it, but I'm sure there are some I'm people really who are just like, I'm really feeling Ugh. it. Yeah. There are, there are already voice lines, because again, these characters don't shut up. That are just burned into my memory. I'm like, cool. Well, I'm never here. I'm only ever going to hear that when I close my eyes now. I'm really feeling it lives in my head rent free. Along I'm with really Bernardo feeling Boy. it. Like it's, it's, I'm really, they're all from Xenoblade 1, really. It's, yeah. I'm really feeling it. Um, now it's Ryan time, which is great because of how they, they took it in Smash and made it Shulk time. And yep. um, man, what a bunch of jokers. Just <laughs> yep. classic. Classic post-combat dialogue that I will never forget. Uh, Xenoblade 2 had its own problems with its dialogue, but they did patch that. Probably because everyone was making okay. fun of it so much. Of course. But <laughs> like, like, think you can take me, think you can take me. There's a video I could link you to that's just amazing. <laughs> um, and so that is still a bit of a problem. Like, there's a lot of noise in combat, and they'll finish. you'll finish a battle, and sometimes you'll hear the same line five times in a row after five different fights. You're like, I wish that was a bit less frequent. Right. But overall, I really am enjoying the performances and the characters seem really interesting. Again, the setting is like, I don't know how Monolith do what they do with the Switch, but they're killing it. <laughs> they're making yeah. some of the best looking Switch games out there. And the handheld mode, I've only played a little bit in handheld, uh, but it feels like a, I don't know what, it, again, I don't know enough, enough technically about how they've done it, but it feels like it's way better than Xenoblade 2's where... Sometimes in Xenoblade 2's handheld mode, just like, this is so blurry. What am I right. looking at? It's just like the sacrifices they make to have it running like that is at a point where you're like, I wish you didn't, but okay, it's great that you can. Uh, but do it, you think maybe too, it, like uh, having that fancy OLED? The OLED might, might be helping. It might be. Might help as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, bang a soundtrack. I won't be hearing um, any conversations at the end of the year about the best music in games this year if you haven't listened to the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 soundtrack. Again, I'm very early on, but there is some good shit on this soundtrack. Just right. Ace and the, and the team, just like, great. You know, the guys who did like all the best remixes of Smash games are in trial yeah, once oh, again. Yeah. Just yeah. so good. Uh, I'm trying to anything else I want to mention. I... I guess it was in the trailers, so I can talk about it. Um, there's two things it does slightly differently. One of them is chain attacks, which in the other games have both been different things in their own rights. In the first game, you would basically fight until you filled up a bar 
on like the left screen and that hasn't changed in uh, two or three but in one you filled the chain meter and basically then your entire team would get an attack each and if okay. you i think if you set a like, meta condition you could do a second round i never really grasped that very well and then in xenoblade 2 it was more tied to like element types you would basically attack with a you would basically build them up by doing these blade combos by being like fire fire light and putting like a little light orb on them and just doing that with a bunch of different things and then smashing the orbs and you could do insane damage after that this one right. i feel like it's just easier to comprehend but because how it works in this one is you execute the chain attack and you get like three combat cards which will say stuff like for this turn your attacks have a 70 percent chance to you know ignore armor or like grants aggro bonus to tanks and healers and um dps get buffs stuff like that okay. and then basically all you're going to do is like hit with characters and hit 100 percent, and then that'll basically achieve that card and then you can loop it and do it again and it just works really well That's and it cool. just again unlike the other two games i feel like i understood it immediately off the bat which was just a really right. nice change for xenoblade well even you just explained to me then i was like okay yeah yep. Here's, All right, that makes sense. So, yeah. Okay, pick your attack. I want to do that one. Cool. Now hit with three people, hit 100%. Cool. That, that is now met. Do it again. And basically, at the most, you can do three rounds of that before the um, chain attack ends. But I know in the other ones, you can you can really break that shit. So I'm, I'm sure there'll be something later on where I can just blow the game open. Right. Yeah. And the other new feature, it was in trailers, so fuck it. There, so the main, the, re, the way, I guess if you don't want to know Again, it was in trailer, so I don't think it's a spoiler. But just in case, maybe skip the next five minutes if you don't want to hear okay. what I'm going to talk about. Yep. But this game introduces... So there's always been some form of, like, mecha in these games, whether it's in Xenoblade 1 where you're fighting against the mechon, or in Xenoblade 2, like, um, Pyra and Mithra have, are in control of this massive mecha in the sky. This one, you're basically all of your party members can fuse in, in like duos into these like f organic sort of mecha creatures and just kick the shit out of enemies and bosses See? and it's just cool right. uh right. so it's some with some voltron shit going on yeah here. like you basically so it, they it. will fuse together they will disappear from the field obviously they'll become one character one big mech and you'll have access to three attacks um and basically Every attack he does fills your overheat meter a little bit. And once the overheat meter is maxed, you get kicked out of it. And then it goes into cooldown. But it's just a thing you can do in combat. Just another layer that you can sort of um, play with. And at the stage I'm at, um, I've got three different ones, which is just, you know, these set pairings. I don't know if there's going to be some mixing and matching going on later. Who knows with this game? But it's just, a, it's just great. The game is a lot. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. It feels more approachable than the other ones, and I was more immediately hooked than the other ones as well, which is nice. I'm just really That's enjoying it. It's going to take me a while to finish. I'm, like I said, I'm probably playing this over the next couple of months, but um, early days, good signs. That's good. I'm glad, because like, I, I know how excited you are about the Xenoblade franchise. And I say um, that, like, I'm not even, like, I, there are people who are bigger fans, because... I love the Xenoblade games, but it's technically a part of, like, the Xeno series, which includes, like, Xenosaga and all these other things. I'm like, well, I don't fucking touch those. Yeah, right. Mostly because yep. Square yep. won't let us. But, um, yeah, the Xenoblade games, I do like, even though 
Like, having played them so close together, two I definitely like the least. It was still good, and it's still got one of the best soundtracks on the Switch. Not even not even a contest. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really I'm really excited to see where Xenoblade 3 goes. It's just going to be a while before I know where it's going to go. Well, that's that's uh, fair. You got some time. It's fine. Just Joel, chip away I, at I, it. I, I will be chipping away at it because I don't I don't have time. I'm being optimistic for Call you. Call to the Lambs being... next week. Oh boy! I've got a new Destiny season in like two weeks. <laughs> Cult of the Lamb is going to live on my Switch. Then there's all the TV we've got coming up. Oh, my God. So, like, so much good shit. I'm probably you have to, like, pick a day and be like, this is my Xen- on this day, I will play Xenoblade in the evening, and yeah. that is my Xenoblade day. On Wednesdays, we play Xenoblade. That's yeah, it'll it'll yeah. probably be my Mondays because it is, it, is it is a day off, but it's also a weekday. Okay. So it's okay. like, cool, I'm just going to play Xenoblade today and just yep. do the best I can <laughs> to get through this. That's fair. Yep. So I can actually totally. have an idea of where it sits, you know, come end of the year. But um, yeah, I'm, again, very early days, but I'm very much enjoying it. Totally, totally fair. Um, I have one more thing I was going to bring. I've only played like an hour of it, so I'm not going to talk about it long at all. Phew. I did check out, I did check out Multiverses. Um, I would like to issue an apology to Multiverses <laughs> from all the shit that I talked about it in the lead up to it being released or it's not even released it's like in open beta at the moment but um it's a very interesting game uh interesting in the way that is okay yes if you looked at trailers for it you're just like oh it's just smash brothers with warner brothers characters and it's like well i'll just play smash brothers fair enough totally get it still have that feeling but the fact that it goes it has a big focus on team play so it's like 2v2 battles is like it, it's bread and butter. Um, and the fact that that also is reflected in the characters and their movesets is very cool. So um, characters like Wonder Woman, who has her like lasso of truth, she can, if say you're playing as such and such on the other side of the map, Kyra, and, and you're in a bit of trouble, I can use the lasso of truth and like whip you out of that. And they're all on See, cooldowns as well. This, so, are, this reminds me sort of, again, it, it's not, this is obviously baked in from it, but like it reminds me of one of my favorite things about watching um in, in like tournaments and stuff and watching the, the doubles sets is how creative players get to be with saving their teammates. Cause you play it with, um you know, you can attack your teammates and that's important yeah. because, you know, sometimes a player is nearly off the map and your teammate has to like, run over there and like smack you back towards the stage and then recover and right. it's shit like that that I like and they've clearly seen that and sort of baked it into the gameplay. I think I still like the way Smash does it more, but it's cool that they're trying stuff. Of course. I think Smash will still be the one that like I would prefer to play because I understand it as well. Like I know I've played that game for fucking years and I'm still bad at it, but I can hold my own in it. Um this is really interesting though because I mean you can you can Dish out buffs as well to your team. Like, again, Wonder Woman, she's the one, like, the character I played the most as. Just because I sort of, like, I went through all of them and had to play with them in the, like, in the training mode. And um, she was the one I was like, this one, I feel like I'm able to sort of work out some of her combos relatively well. But um, her, for lack of a better word, down B is, like, a shield. Um, And if your teammate is near enough by they will also get the effects of the shield, 
which sort of kind of I think blocks like one or two hits. Um and then yeah, it's just it's really, really cool. And the fact that all the characters are labeled as like um like brawlers or support class or they have classes as well. So Overwatch Overwatch and, and League and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. So it's kind of like it's got like a hero shooter vibe to I it. I don't really like that. But that's fair. That's cool. It's I think it's only there just you're not forced into it. Like you could still roll two support classes if you wanted to or whatever. Like it, it that's fine. Like it's it's there yeah. as like an indication of like this is the type of character that this is best at doing, but they are still able to get in there and just punch the shit out of people. Like Harley Quinn's listed as an assassin um, and, and a vertical character, which she is, but like you can, she's got a giant fucking hammer as well. You can get in the, into the mix with things. Um, I'm curious to see where this game goes. Cause I feel like it's going to, if they can keep building upon this idea, of like a team-based brawler, I think is a very, very cool idea. Uh, and it makes the idea of a brawler more appealing. That and the fact that it's free. So yeah, that's the part, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how those microtransactions pan out. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've only played an hour of it so far, but like I didn't feel compelled to buy any um, proprietary credits my, or anything like that my trust in warner brothers is through the floor like <laughs> oh, i mean like yeah like absolutely I, it, they, had, they not... had to be like it took a lot of criticism for them to fix how just awful the monetization was in shadow of war like just mm-hmm. yeah. just so bad and i'm and but, i haven't heard anything about like, egregious yet about multiverses so i'll give them that but i just when it comes to warner brothers i always like i side eye them i'm like i'm what i'm watching you I'm keeping an eye on you. I don't trust one would, you. <laughs> one would hope that maybe they've learned from their mistakes, and you maybe would hope. But one of us making do it a lot in a of less... bad choices, like as we speak. So they really are. Um, yeah, they really are, aren't they? Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see, and like just the fact that they, they're leaning into the fact that they're just gonna get buck wild with the roster. Like they're just like, as uh, yeah, LeBron, LeBron James's character. He's in Space Jam 2. He's a character now. I'm like, fuck it. Like, why not? Voiced Arya's by like, LeBron, star, Le, LeBron, LeBron voiced by John Bentley. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Like, God again, I, again, I don't think anyone expected them to get LeBron to voice his character. Like, obviously, that's way yeah. too expensive. But it's yeah. just, I don't know why I find it funny. It's know. very funny. It's very, very funny. Um. It's it, like looking at the initial roster that they dropped. I'm like, Arya Stark and, and um and LeBron James are the two. I'm just like, wow, okay. Like everything else sort of makes sense because you got like Harley Quinn, you got Wonder Woman, you got Batman, Superman. There's your DC lot there. You got your Scooby Doo characters that are hanging out there. Bugs is there. Tassie Devil's there. Like I'm like, okay, these all make sense. And then it's just like, and then. Arya fucking Stark, who has an ability where she can steal someone's face, yeah. which is great. Kirby's copy ability. I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's it's hilarious. So, but the, the, when you put it in context as Arya Stark's character and what she's actually doing, like it's wild. And then fucking LeBron James. It's like, all right, cool. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I only played for about an hour or so. 
I do want to check it out again. I wouldn't mind trying to squad up with someone. If you're out there and you want to play some some multiverses, hit me up. But Smash is right there. It's right there. I know, but like... And it's, it's got like 80 brilliant characters. I, yeah, I agree. And like 100 stages. I'll always have that, but I'm I'm just I'm curious about multiverses. You know, it's the, the whole thing of like being in the, the the middle of the being a part of the zeitgeist at the moment, being like ah, when I I learn be able to contribute to that conversation. Like I'm not I'm not holding this against multiverses, but I learned because I when it was a plus game, I downloaded that um, Nickelodeon whatever oh, Smash yeah, yeah. clone, and I was just like, oh, gross, no. I I, I honestly I played it for ten minutes. I'm like, delete. <laughs> Nah. Yeah, no, nah, that's I can I could, that I could feel the budget on that one, which is again people thing. like it, and that's great. But like I was just like, no, nah, no. Whereas multiverses sort of feels like it's not Smash Brothers levels of like love and care, but it's I don't know. There, there is that there is an element of polish to it that I'm like, okay, this this feels good for something that's in sort of you know open beta at the moment. So. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I, I won't be playing yeah. it, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Like, I'm not rushing back to it. Every time I boot up my, like, PlayStation 5, I'm just like, I could play that. Or I could play Returnal more. And, like, punch myself in the head over and over again. And I tend to do that every time. So, anyway. um, I reckon that's a, that's a pretty tasty quest log right there. Karen? I think you're right. I think so. So... Without further ado, I think we should kick it over into, uh, I think we're going to go to a bonus round, Kyron. We're going bonus round. All right. Take us. I seat. think we're just going to bonus round it. Bonus round it that might have a dope or note within it. Oh. But I think, I think overall it's a bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is of course our Ah, whatever segment of the show where Which it sort of doesn't it, have any it got, real... the, it got it got the intro it deserved really exactly it's just like ah, it's, we feel like you know one size fits all uh, bonus round there you go exactly we're going to talk about some shit we're going to we're going to talk about it here in the bonus round so lo- loose loose discussion here in bonus round loosey goosey loosey goosey great we now love I'm it. watch fucking community again <laughs> <laughs> Oh, as if that's going to be the thing that tips you over the edge, Karen. You're it's, already considering. I'm always. It. There's always like. I'm like. I could just watch Community again. Well, I watch you're a like new TV show. Step I can just watch Community again. It's right there. You're just one step away from it at all just, times. Just like yeah. prod me. It was like one reference. Like right now in the yeah. Destiny shop. Um, <laughs> oh God. Troy and Arbed's handshake or something. Like I could watch Destiny. Oh man. Oh, that's really. It's called good. silly handshake. I'm like, wait, no, he's definitely shaking his hands and like smacking his chest. Oh my god, that's a Troy. See, I've been. Oh my god, I need to watch Community that's again. Someone great. at Bungie likes Community, and I respect it. Of course they do. Because I, I already, I already made sure to buy the. There's a pop, pop one. I'm like having that. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Um. Anyway, cool. but that was a pretty we, loose we, uh, intro. I like it. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're just keeping, we're keeping the feel, the vibe alive. Of the bonus round. Uh, as of recording, last night we were, you know, blessed with a with some more details about some other Pokemon games that no one really cares about, but mostly about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We got some new details. We got a new trailer for it. Um, and yeah, we so we just have a little quick, 
quick uh, discussion about it because there's some cool stuff there. Um, most notable, most notably, uh, the two legendaries from either side of the game will be unlocked from the start, and they will be your mount for the game. That's so weird. How do you feel about that? It's, it's so weird. Now it is weird. Now here's the thing, but I'm kind of okay with it. I. I think it'll feel less weird if maybe you can't use it in combat initially. Yeah. That's the part that weirds me out. It's being like, hey, here's this legendary Pokemon. Bam. I'm like, can I use this now? Can I fight like the first gym leader with this massive motorbike dragon? Because I will. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't think so. I think I think it'll be, it's going to be more like a fucking Rotom situation in previous Pokemon games where it's like, it's a Pokemon but it's, it's a tool. Like, you, this is your mount for the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, sure. There, there may be moments where you do get to use it. I wouldn't um, be surprised if there's a moment later on where it sort of transforms somewhat and becomes a, yeah, a usable Pokemon. a usable Pokemon. Yep, you harness the ability to be able to do so. But I, some shit. Yeah. I honestly think we all saw this coming when we saw the box art. And it was like, are they wheels? <laughs> yep. Am I, riding, yep. Am I riding this thing? I mean, fair yep. enough if so, but sure. <laughs> Absolutely, bike with legs looks cool. Um, I'm kind of into it. So yeah, they're gonna have three different modes: drive mode, aquatic mode, and glide mode. So that's sort of sh- one of Eclipse had him like riding up the side of a mountain. I'm like, all right, yeah, like climbing up a cl- yeah. It's so it's yeah, opening up some interesting um ways to sort of traverse a landscape, which I think they kind of introduced in Arceus um, with the different Pokemon abilities that you get. Oh yeah, for sure. Where you can sort of use those uh, very similar things, sort of like distilling it down into one very specific Pokemon. Um, so yeah, that's pretty interesting as well. We've got our uh, Mega Evolution replacement. <laughs> I say did. replacement, but um, there's one of these every game now because they're just like refuse to go back to Mega Evolution. So now instead of like, yeah. what was it, Dynamaxing last time? Yeah, now we terrestrialize. We terrestal. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but it's all going to do to do. It's all sort of got, ties into their what the the terror type of the Pokemon, which, which means which means now even rare Pokemon will have even rarer versions that can be even mm-hmm. rarer again if they're shiny. Exactly, multiple yep, levels 100%. of rarity. Because <laughs> so basically, the the terror type is basically the sort of like their temperament or whatever what would it used to be like in some of the other games as well that would have oh, like, do you mean in nature or their nature sorry that's the one yeah was it nature um, no i think i had no. it's something like that though it's yeah it's their yeah it's like a passive ability that they have that is sort of like randomized when you catch them um so that's that that's kind of interesting as well i do like the design of them they look like those like little glass animals. Oh yeah, you Nintendo, see, like, Pokemon, Pokemon store centers worldwide will be selling these things. Hundred percent, yeah. And I, I actually kind of like them. They look really pretty and shiny and flashy. But this is just the gimmick. Yeah, of it'll be gone next round. So don't get attached. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But like you know, it's fine. Uh, so look at some new types of Pokemon. Um, we got uh, uh Wooper, the the um. The Paldean Wooper. Yeah, the Paldean Wooper, or as the internet has already latched onto, the Pooper. The Pooper, yeah. Um, yep. So you little Pooper. Little Pooper. Poison, it just, becomes poison just, ground. Yeah, because uh, uh, like narratively, it covers itself in like a poisonous film. I, that, look, I'm like, 
the 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 region variants are some of my my favorite things for for pokemon games honestly i really like Mm -hmm. it yeah ever since ever since um alolan uh doug trio shout out surfer surfer bro i love it shout out to alolan vulpix alolan vulpix Vulpix. yeah shout out um fucking uh galarian farfetch'd as well fuck yeah galarian with the with a massive leak. so good the giant leaks so great <laughs> um but also we got introduced to the best thing which is fido which is spelled f-i-d-o-u-g-h which is bread roll dog and it's the best fucking adorable he's love a, it he's a one foot tall fairy type pokemon but it's just a little doughy dog yep it's great i saw i can't remember who it was on twitter but someone posted being like you um you uh combined a fight combine a Fido with uh with some lechonk and you've got yourself a nice sandwich right there. Dark. <laughs> it was like, yep, yep, very dark, but tasty. Um they also sort of showed off a little bit of a focus on the co-op element of the game, which is basically you can do some of the stuff in the game together with friends. So you can go explore the open world. So this is the part I'm most excited about because exactly. one of the three, one of the things that always bums me out about Pokemon is I get sick of just running around and catching monsters. But if I can just turn mm-hmm. that into like an evening hangout where we're just all in mm-hmm. like a, a Discord chat, because I refuse to use Nintendo's voice yep. chat, in, in a Discord chat, just like running around catching catching mons, that sounds pretty chill, and I like it. <laughs> yep, yeah, I think it's really really cool. Yeah. I'm interested to see Whether how the game much... can handle it. Well, that <laughs> is another that. question. And and to see what how much you can do because it says that we you know, we can do the raid battle stuff which is was from Sword and Shield as well, um, which was sort of kind of from Pokemon Go as well I guess really yeah I guess technically if yeah. you really want to sort of like they kind of like leached that from that and sort of adapted it, um, which I like the raid battle stuff it's kind of interesting, um, but yeah I I I'm interested to see how much is available obviously probably not story quests stuff like, and things like that it sounds like you'll be able to roam the open world areas which makes me think that the um like the towns and stuff might be like a screen transition so that's probably how they'll okay. do it i i mean i it's hard to yep. tell because the trailer was pretty bad and it was, it was not yeah. a great trailer um that's how no. i could imagine it working just because we've already, we've already shown like pokemon centers out in the field so i mm-hmm. could imagine maybe the towns sort of being Something you would do on your own. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, yep. Gym battles, definitely. Like, all that sort of stuff, like, probably on your own. But it, I think it yeah. would be pretty cool if you could just, if you were fighting some of the, like, trainers in the world, just, like, team up with one of your buddies. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. It'd be cool if down the track, too, if they did, like, a DLC that was, like, a tiny little bite-sized story that was specifically for co-op as well. So you had, like, a little cool. co-op adventure you could do. Um I think that'd be that'd be a really interesting way to sort of innovate on that as yeah, well. That'd be neat. Um but I mean speaking of like story as well, the thing that's got me interested as well about this game is the fact that it's gonna have sort of three little like not little, I don't I'm not gonna say little, but three stories that you can sort of tackle at your own discretion. Um the one that they've sort of focused on in this presentation was the Traditional gym battles. Um, so gym battles are making a comeback. 
the, the the twist this time around is that you can tackle them in any order, which I think is very, very interesting. Obviously, it means that like leveling is going to be scaled, because um, there's yeah, you would imagine otherwise it sort of defeats the purpose. It's funny because realistically, the leveling doesn't really matter. The big thing is because I get well, I guess generally speaking, the leveling doesn't matter. Because usually the whole thing of a gym is you're like, you're a fire type? Cool. Yep. Stack my team with water. Yep, exactly. So 100%. I am curious to see how they, taking away the um, like the set order, I'm curious to see how they play with the gym idea. Because I, I love the gym idea, but I do think it needs to be shaken up. I just like yep. collecting badges. I think that was always my favorite thing to do in the other Pokemon games. Um, but it, does, it definitely needs something to sort of make it interesting again. So hopefully... Of course. You know, Scarlet and Violet can find a way to do that with this new, like, beat who you want, when you want. I'm I'm interested yeah. to see how that goes. Um, the other two sort of story arcs, I guess, I, they didn't really go into detail with. They did show, like, a very small snippet of, like, what looked like the Pokemon version of, like, you know the car in Mad Max Fury Road with the guy oh playing the guitar on it? It looked like that, but Pokemon version. And that's got me interested. I want to know what's going on there. Or, or it's this this uh, this game's um, enemy team. Maybe. I wish I just dropped that team. whole thing because it's never it hasn't worked since Team Rocket, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Um, um, yeah. So the thing with the, the multiple story threads is interesting, but I've always felt Pokemon games do that anyway. Uh, yeah, it'll be curious to see how it how it sort of works i guess the reason why it's a, a selling point in this one is because of the you know tackle the gyms in whatever whatever order you want so you probably have some control over the pacing of the story mm-hmm. i must admit i do kind of like the idea of going to pokemon school it seems like the setting is we go to a pokemon yep. school i'm like cool and going on a treasure hunt yeah it's going on the, a treasure hunt where the whole... around the world just everywhere oh, go all right that's that's a lot <laughs> What's the I'm treasure? Like, what, that's for you to old? decide. <laughs> yeah. That's, what's the treasure? That's for you to figure out. Here's uh, your dragon what? bike. What? That's yeah. <laughs> this is very like existential to be giving a, like you oh. said a ten year old. It's like the treasure is what you make it. What the fuck? Do I get gold? Is it diamonds or some shit? Like can... yeah, it's very esoteric. But I, I'm uh, I'm interested in. It. I mean, I think I summed it up best last night in our group chat where I was just like, this looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to buy it, start it and never finish it. It just seems to be the thing I do with Pokemon games, but, um, but I still keep coming back for them because I still enjoy them. They're but, at their base level. They are fun, but um, yeah. yeah. I know after sword and shield, I was definitely, and like, honestly, to some level sun and moon, I enjoyed the game, but I was left wanting more. And I'm hoping this time I won't have that. Uh, but again, like more than anything, I am just like, I think as long as I enjoy the base level of the game and I can have a couple of those like chill Pokemon hangout evenings, then I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to fucking have it. This is going to take a lot of my time. It's a good yeah. thing it comes out after everything else at the moment. Cause yeah. They'd be yeah, doomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm very interested in playing it. And I think, I think the Pokemon company are taking steps in the right direction when it comes to being a little bit more stepping outside the box. And not being so afraid to buck to the trends that they've set over the uh, years. I'm not going to give um, them too much credit just yet. <laughs> Let's uh, this is wait and see. 
I didn't. I said steps. I didn't say how big the steps. Yeah, okay, were. that's fair. They are very. They are very baby steps. I mean, Arceus was a bit, like, but they're in the right direction. Yes. Like tiny, tiny little shuffles in the right direction. And I'm like, look, I'll take it. That's fine. At least they're sort of dipping their toe in the water and seeing what works and 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 what the reception is. Um. So I just yeah, I hope they continue to do that. That's but, fair. Me too. And also. Yes. Again, no shade, no shade against you, Game Freak and Pokemon Company, but I just wish, I wish the games looked a bit nicer. Like, yep. I just, I watched this trailer after a night of playing Xenoblade 3, and I was like, mm. what's, what's going on here? I, it's, um, I don't, I, I um, look at this, Xen- again. look at this Xenoblade 3 world size and detail and full of, full of monsters, and I've got my party of seven people running around, and uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know. very, very small, teensy baby steps, but in the right direction. They are, they yeah. are typically a handheld developer. Exactly. They're, they're getting there, but I'm just like, I'm going to, look, I'm going to play the game. I'm going to love it. But like, I was watching that trailer I will and say, like, ooh, all right. The, um, all right. The, the NPC models looked really Yes, good. they the models do look I good. actually, they looked really, really nice. I think they, um, they had a lot of, de- they had almost as much detail as like the Pokemon did. And, um, which is pretty cool. Made me want to get to know those characters a lot more. We've actually uh, we'll talked about characters, which I'm not used to. Like I know they they've occasionally done it, but they really like naming the characters and showing models. I'm like, okay, if these characters mm-hmm. are interesting, that's that's something. Like because I Pokemon games have stories and characters, but typically it's like I don't care about any of you. It's yeah, none no, of you. I, you've all been chasing yeah. the high of blue from back in the day. Oh, <laughs> smell you yeah. later. Fucking hell. So good. Um, so, but we'll find out about more of that when we play it. November 18th, I believe. Yes. yes. Like two, maybe two weeks or after God of War. Oh my God. God of War. <laughs> oh my God. That game's Which is like year. two weeks after Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Fuck. Which is three weeks after PAX. <laughs> oh Which my is God. just about two months away. <laughs> Yep, yep, and then in between there we've got a shitload of yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, and then it's Christmas, and then it's next year, and then it's Game of the Year episode. Like, before my anxiety truly kicks in, uh, let's move into uh, the final piece that we we're going to talk about in this week's bonus round, which is a, a little bit of a sneaky dope or nope in here. Now I'll be completely um, honest, Joel. This is largely you. I haven't watched this thing yet. I've checked out a couple of trailers and caught a couple of like. Um, impressions and discussions from like the Easy Eyes podcast, but I haven't had time to sit down and watch this. So, yeah. So, like, uh, I'm just going to run through bits and pieces of here. We'll talk about the things that you have actually looked into um, and, and and seen a little bit about. Um, but a lot of it was um, like interviews with developers. But this was uh, Annapurna Interactive did another showcase uh, last week. Um, so, they're uh, the indie um, publisher that uh, responsible most recently for things like uh, publishing Neon White and Ben Esposito and, as we talked about earlier on the show, Stray. Stray, cat game. And a Perna. Yes. And a per- uh, exactly, yeah. Just like, uh, what was it, PlayStation Australia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was great that they changed their Twitter handle to. Or was it a PlayStation Australia? I definitely saw I Australia. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, 
it was a pun somewhat in there, but great stuff. Um, so they had a few things to show. Um, and like I said before, a couple of like developer interviews, which were interesting, but you know, just like, Hey, we're working on stuff. Um, kick things off with a, another look at a game called thirsty suitors, um, which is a very, very cool looking like dating sim RPG that has skateboarding in it. Um, the Eurogamer one sums it up best when it's Persona meets Scott Pilgrim. That's really how I would picture this game. Yep. With a unique yep, Indian American perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yep. I think, yeah, it's, it's it's like it involves like your your mum sort of like trying to find arranged relationships for you and things like that. And um, the art style of it looks great. It kind of gives me um, uh, Artful Escape vibes in some some ways, but with a bit more of a, like you said, a Scott Pilgrim. So splash a color on them. Yeah. Um, this game looks really cool. The fact that I didn't really, I remember seeing this game being like, oh, that's interesting. But I thought it was just like a dating sim, um, like no, I feel visual like, novel sort of thing. I feel like but, I knew about the combat, but I can't Yeah. Remember. I think the last time we saw it, they sort of talked about it being like turn-based RPG. And it's got that, um, the same sort of like Mario RPG, Mario Luigi RPG like timing based attacks and things like that. So you're not just selecting attacks and letting it watch it, uh, let, letting it play out and watching it play out and whatnot. You um, actually are sort of interacting with those to sort of make them more effective. Um, but yeah, this time around they're just like, Hey, there's also skateboarding in this and you can do like combos and tricks. And I'm like, I'm going to play this game. There's this a, game looks like a lot of fun. There's a demo on steam, isn't there? There is. I'm actually, when we finish recording, I'm going to download that demo. I'll have to try it out this weekend because, um, yeah, it looks very good. Yes. So it's coming out soon. 2023. 2023. So it's it? next year. Next year. Um, For PC, but, on uh, Steam, Xbox consoles on Game Pass, PlayStation consoles, and Switch. Yep. So it's, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be one to keep an eye out on. I'm very interested in playing it. Um, the... The, the fight that they showed off in the, the trailer was really, really cool. It sort of had, like, there was a Persona joke in there. Um, it was like, it says, there was like a, a mention of, like, what's your thirst, Sona? Um, and it seemed like the character that she was fighting transformed halfway through the fight into sort of like a like a Mind Palace version of Love themselves. Love a good Mind Palace. <laughs> Exactly. And, and, and they had like different, they have, they, they each have like different things you've got to pay attention to, to sort of realize what their weakness is. See, that that I like partic- as well. Wasn't, wasn't this guy's like, it was his, his mom or his grandma or something. Yeah. It was his mother. mother so it yeah. was, was like his weakness. So you had to like call his mother to sort of get her to berate him, I think a little bit. And it sort of humbled him a moment for, for a brief moment. Wait, so it's you can attack idea. him. It's a fun idea. Um, and I like the fact that the fights didn't end in like a final blow. They end in like a handshake. That's it cool. ends in like a, in like a, I've accepted you and I've accepted my own personal like realization throughout the, the course of this fight. I think it's going to have some really interesting, fun things to say. And I think it's definitely one to keep an eye out for. So yeah, Thirsty Suitors, go check that out from uh, Outer Loop Games. Uh, next up. We had a look at Hindsight, which is uh, from me. Um, it's by the developer, Joel McDonald. There you go. I was I'm like... not even fucking <laughs> kidding. This is actually 
Uh, not me personally, but the person's name is Joel McDonald. So I was seeing this game announced. I was like, oh, I didn't know Joel's making a game. Give yeah, me, give yeah. him a secret. I got, I got. Get, I got get used to that pies. joke. It's going to stick around until this game comes. Oh, it's already come out. Well, it's out. It's out like now. Well, goodbye, it just joke. Came out. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a look at, at hindsight. Um, I remember seeing this in I think the last Annapurna showcase or somewhere else. I think it might have been a, been an Xbox like indies presentation or something like that. Um, it's basically I think the story of you playing through. Like oh yeah, where you pick like a objects. woman's life, and yeah. yeah, as she's picking up objects and things, you sort of replay memories for throughout her life. Um, kind of gives me uh, what remains of Edith Finch vibes. Um, maybe not as wild, but I, um, I heard Marco Huber describe it. At probably like not not having played it, but assumed it would be a sad game. Oh yeah, assume sad oh, yeah. game. Broken homes. Um. Quite literally, I think kind of funny we're talking about it where it's like, this is a Greg Miller-ass game full of broken homes and stuff. And the trailer that they were playing ends with a house literally collapsing in on itself. And they're like, broken, broken homes! It's a literal broken home! Um, which I thought was very, very funny as well. But yes, I think this is going to be a super sad game. Um, but it's out. Probably by the time this episode comes out, it'll be out now. So you can go and check it out on uh, iOS, Switch, and PC. Via Steam. Uh, <clears throat> next up was one of the first uh, developer interviews we saw, which was with Cardboard Computer. I wasn't familiar with Cardboard oh, Computer until I realized. These guys, like, hang over my head, berating yes. me for not having finished Kentucky Route Zero. Yes. So these are the guys who created uh, Kentucky Route Zero, um, a game that I have I been meaning to play for a long time. I have it on my um, Switch. It's just like, I need to, it's one of those games you need to be in the right headspace for, and I haven't been. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, hundred percent agree. I I just need to sort of pull the trigger on on some platform. I think it's on Game Pass. It's on Switch. It's right. It's on Switch right there. No, no, but I'm saying that it's on something that for a subscription that I'm paying for that I don't have to pay any extra money for. I'll say this: I'm trying to it's figure a out. perfect Switch game. <laughs> <coughs> you curl up on the couch with it. Me. Put a blanket on, like yeah. I, I I would prefer to play it on the Switch. That's my my would be my preferred method of. Chuck it on your wish list. It'll go on sale. I, sh- I think it is. Oh well then. I, I think it has lived on my wish list since it oh, came out. Oh, it's been out, on sale so. several times. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I haven't pulled the trigger on it. But um, but yeah, they're working on something new. That's it. Um, they did show off some of the tech that they were working with. It's going to have more animation in it. They were using like an iPhone. To sort of like the, the the guy who's demonstrating it was like talking to the iPhone, and it was mocapping a dog speaking on on the computer screen, and it was very. I sound like an old person describing that just then, but um, it was very cool. Like it, it looked like pretty solid tech. Um, so they're saying that it's going to have a lot more animation and a lot more animated moments to it. Um. But yeah, that's nothing else. This is Cardboard Computer are working on something new. So please be excited. Uh, next up was probably the uh, one of the other big things that I'm sort of looking for forward to, which is called Bounty Star, The Morose Tale of Graveyard Clem, which, great name, great name, but it does have a better name that should have been... Tex-Mex? Um, 
Easy Allies Tex podcast, Tex Mex. Like they called it. That should be its name. I'm never yeah, going to remember so, that, the game's actual name, but I'll only refer to it by Tex Mex. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's like a like a Western mech game um, that's going to have some farming and base building elements to it as well. Um, it looks like it's going to have some uh, like um, uh, a narrative centric uh, storyline going through it as well. Um, something interesting to keep an eye out for. Um, the style of the trailer looked very, very good. It it gave me gave me Devolver Digital vibes, um, which is funny being in an Annapurna interactive showcase. But um, yeah, I'm very interested in checking this out. But you yeah, put Max in a game. I'm watching. I'm keeping an eye on you. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it looked like a, the the fighting looked kind of fun and. And farming um, is farming and base building is risky for my time though. Like it's risky. It is risky, and it also is risky considering that there is another mech-based farming game coming out very soon as well. Um, can't remember the name of it. Oh, the Xbox One. The Xbox One is coming on Game Pass. Um, yeah, I don't remember its name either, but I know what you mean. I can't remember its name, but yeah, there's another mech-based farming simulator basically. But this one looks like it's going to have more action-y moments as well, which has my attention. Um, yeah, it's from Dino God, that's his, the developer, which, great name for a studio. Love it. Speaking of studios, the next one we had a look at was a great little video, actually, uh, from Yarn Owl. Um, there are two developers, one based in Texas and one based in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and they met on Twitch and started started collaborating together and are now making their debut game. Um, this is actually work, Karen, I recommend going, I don't know if you have, going and watching this little video. It's actually really, really, really fun. This is the one that was sad game. Sorry, not the, not hindsight. This was the hashtag sad game. <laughs> oh, was it really? Yeah, this, this, looks, like this will a, be a hashtag. This looks like Breath game. of the Wild. This looks like Breath of the Wild. But Oh, it'll be hashtag sad game. I... I think there. I think the the meaning behind it is more sad game as well. Like, yeah. Um. Anyway, it looks really really cool. Um, and it's a it's a it's a nice little like good vibes story about two strangers meeting on Twitch and deciding to work together on a game, um, and creating a as a new studio called Yarnow. Uh. Next up, we're gonna look at some uh, uh an update for our the Outer Wilds, um. It's getting, um, well, it's, it came out actually. It's, oh wait, no, it's September 15th. It's getting PlayStation 5 and Series X versions. Uh, and it's free if you already own the game on those platforms. Um, yeah, I, just another constant reminder that I haven't played this game. It's on Plus Pass. <laughs> it is. I it don't is. know I if sh- the PS5 version's on Plus Pass. It says it's free for players that already own the game on PlayStation. Yeah, 4 but I wonder. One. I wonder if that's a gray area though, because I, I don't really own it. Like, I wonder if it's going to have the same sort of weird problems that like remake had, for example. Where because yeah, I now don't, remakes, I know that they, had, they walked that back though. Yeah, so I don't know. I I'll have to check. I have to check when I, I'm on my PlayStation next because yeah, yeah playing this game properly on a PS5 could actually because I did download it. I'm like, this is a game I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it this time. And when I played it, I'm like, ah, thirty frames. It's yeah. No, <laughs> I yeah. But now, I, I if this need, if this applies, then I'll definitely I'll definitely get stuck in. I need to go back in 
and be in the right mindset to play it. Yeah, no, this is another one of those like, games where oh. you, need, you need to be willing to have a bit of a think. Yeah, and I was not yeah, when I started no. playing it, and it was just the bad. I haven't gone back to it since I've sort of scared myself away from it. Um, but yeah, September fifteenth, the uh, the the next gen version of that are coming. It looks like Pathless um, and Marquette also got they updates, did, yes. and Solar Ash and what remains of Edith Finch. Edith Finch, yeah, yes, nice. Um, yeah, there was like a little sizzle reel trailer in the middle there, which was really good, um, where they showed off a whole bunch of those. A lot of great games. Play the Pathless. Getting... It's a good game. I really want to. So Pathless, yeah, it's coming to PC. I think uh, ex- either soon uh, or is out now. Just a, I'm looking PC again. I've got a Euro game article here. It says the Pathless is coming. The Pathless and Maquette both coming to Xbox and Switch this winter. So right. this summer yep. for us. Okay. Yep. I do need to play the Pathless. It's good. It's a good game. You can get it pretty cheap now too. Um, we also got to have a look at um, a studio called Third Shift. They're working on a game called Forever Ago, which they described it as a, a road trip game starring an elderly man. Um, it looks like pretty good vibes, but it could also be hashtag sad game. So, no, this is the hashtag sad game. <laughs> oh, my God. I, this could definitely I'm, be again, hashtag I'm, I'm sad I'm looking game. at the Eurogamer article, and it hasn't got like pictures for these ones. They're kind of in one yep. little block of text. But right. now I'm reading it properly. Yeah, this is the one. Oh, this looks absolutely yeah. hashtag sad Elderly game. gentleman documenting a road trip for photography? Yeah, that's a sad game. Yeah. He's making he's Bit making a, a book game. for he, he's making a book for his grandchildren yeah. or some shit. And now they're that's gonna be how it ends. Yeah. It's yep, hundred percent. And you're gonna flick through the book and his kids are gonna be reading it and you're gonna be fucking in tears. Yep. I'll yeah, officially stop my sad game like false calls. This is the sad game. <laughs> that was the one. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Appropriate because so, their studio is third shift. So, you know, it all, it all works uh, out. Oh, it all works there, out right? in the end. It does. It does. Um, so uh, the next game I had a look at was Flock, um, which I watched. Um, it's Flower kind of with Birds. <laughs> it is, it's also Hohokam as well. It's like Flower and Hohokam. So it uh, it looks really interesting. It's hard to... I. It's flower and hohokum is probably the best way to describe it. And if you don't know what that is, just go yeah, watch this really, trailer. I don't know how to help you, really. It's it's really really difficult to describe, but it looks really interesting and charming and cute. I like the art style of it. Um, yeah. So Richard Hogg, who recently worked on Hohokum and I Am Dead, another game that I was always interested in. Um, that was the one where you were like a ghost and like zooming into. Oh yeah, 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 yeah different things to sort of see. Yeah. Really cool, cool idea. Um, yeah. I don't think it got a release date or anything like that. So it's coming. Let it cook. It is. Let it cook. Yeah. PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox one, and series X. Uh, we also got confirmation about Kita Takahashi's new game. Uh, Kita Takahashi, the creator of, uh, Katamari Damacy, which is a delightfully bizarre game and franchise that is just it's lovely. Insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's a fever dream. Insanity. It is, but it's so charming. It is. Like, it it's so is. lovely. Uh, and if you don't feel like you want to play it, go and watch the Game Grumps playthrough Katamari Damacy because it is a great series. It's one of their, my favorites of theirs. 
Um, and I watch it all the time. It's a really, really good, really, really good series. But he's working on a new game. And that's all we know. We got a name, do we? No. No, I don't think it had a name. I think it was just a new game from um, Kira Takahashi, the creator of Katamari Damacy. Well, because that means if this article's got a... a, 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 a no, we did get yeah, we did get a name. It's um, Evolver. That's his studio. Oh, that is, oh, well, it's listed here as the game's name. No, nah, it says he. Oh, uh, poor Ki- journalism. Ki- Ki- Kira Takahashi and his studio. Sorry, you're a gamer. Poor journalism. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'll read you the sentence I've got right here. Fans of Katamari okay. Damacy will be pleased to know that its creator, Keita Takahashi, is working on a brand new game, but we only saw the title, Evolver. Yeah, well, it says his studio here on, uh, on Polygon. So The IGN list like has the video uploaded as the name. I don't know. This is confusing. I could find the video itself. I'm not going <laughs> to. The video itself doesn't have a name in it. It just says a new game coming from Keita Takahashi. Oh. Um, then we got to look at, uh, I don't know this developer very well, Dreamfeel. Um, they are the creator of... If found, um, where they're working on a new game where all the characters are cats, like anthropomorphic cats. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I sort of like tuned out a little bit as much as I feel. I would like to see more of what they're going to do with this game uh, when it eventually comes out. Um, and then, yeah, like you mentioned before, Kyron, <clears throat> we are Ho Hokum. It's now out on PC. Uh, and what remains of Edith Finch has got. Uh, next gen upgrades. Runs at sixty frames now, which is really really good, and it's free upgrade for people who own previous versions. That's a good idea. Which I think, uh, yeah, it's pretty really cool. That I'm gonna finish on the last one because I don't know if you've watched this trailer. Kyle. This is the only one. Like I, this, this is the one I watched. I was gonna say this seems to be right up your alley, and that is the Lost Wild. Now this looks like I don't know much about Dino Crisis. What you need to bet this need to know about Dino Crisis is re- take Resident Evil, right? Mm-hmm. But dinosaurs. Yep. That's that's really... Yep. That's Dino okay, Crisis. Cool. <laughs> this feels like they're going for a Dino Crisis feel if of like I, a survival I, horror dinosaur game. If I was a developer capable of making games and I saw the hunger for Dino Crisis, you damn well better believe I'd be trying to make a, a horror dinosaur game. <laughs> yeah. And this looks like it's going to be... Um, it's going to fill that gap. There was one I was so watching on Steam for a while. I don't know if it was this one. It might be. It might not be. But either way, I am. This is just shot right up my list. I wish listed yes. it immediately. So this is, uh, yeah. When I first saw this, I was like, well, this is for current. We just, uh, first of all, is, we, need, the, we need more dinosaur games. Secondly, we need yep. more dinosaur horror games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is a current ass game. If I ever did see one. Um, but yeah, it looks great. Uh, it's from Great Ape Games, uh, and it's like a dinosaur survival horror game. First person so, survival horror game with dinosaurs in a, in a in a jungle. Like I'm in. Yep, yep. Um, apparently it's only announced. It's currently only announced for PC, but I would be very surprised if it didn't come to other platforms. I mean, it seems like if it's only. I usually assume when it's at that point, it's like it's probably very early on. Like if it's only if, oh, it's, if it's like yeah. wishlist me on Steam, but yeah, I wishlisted it immediately. Like I've never wishlisted yes. a game quicker than that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, 
and that was it. It was like it was nothing serious to write home about. Um, there was some neat stuff in there. I think Thirsty Suitors and um, Bounty Star were the ones that stuck out to me. Um, and yeah, there's some really good stuff in there. Uh, I love a good indie showcase, especially when it's from someone like a Devolver or an Annapurna or, or something like that, where I'm like, ah, they've done things that I've enjoyed before. So keen to see what they do next. I want but a I dinosaur game. Episode. Give me a dinosaur game. You want that dinosaur game? Give me a dinosaur game. Of course game. you do. Why wouldn't you? I literally, as soon as I thought it, I saw dinosaur it, I was game. like, yep. it's Kyron's game. Here we go. Dinosaur plus horror, make a happy Kyron. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, I think that's an episode, Kyron. I think you're right, Joel. Uh, as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you, you know, spending a good couple of hours listening to us rant and rave about things that we love. Uh, if you want to support us, you can find us across social media, mostly on Facebook and uh, Instagram, and most, most likely on Twitter, where we are just Dialogue Options. And of course, we're at whichever podcast platform you listen to us on, any sort of review or thumbs up or share or stars you can give us are greatly appreciated. It helps an awful lot. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where I sort of, uh, I loaded this so I could bring it up specifically. So I'm going to save that. And first of all, so it was a little Nintendo financial update. Um, yeah. And Nintendo, you know, they like to update their games and they're like their million sellers and all that. But if a game doesn't cross a certain threshold, they don't fucking bother. So all these games got these big sales updates, like Kirby sold 5 million. And it's like, oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't even, for the for the Metroid fans, couldn't even just let us know if it crossed the threshold. Like, did it cross 3 million? It's like, that's all I want to know. And they, they didn't tell me, so fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Wow. Just tell me. How fucking... like, just, just tell me. How fucking rude. Like, it was on 2.9, so it probably has, but I just, I want the confirmation. Oh, absolutely has. Uh, but really, I, 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 we were discussing it in our, in a break. I loaded my twit, Twitter feed to retweet this so I could bring it up. Oh my God. Is this, this brilliant video from Red Dead Redemption 2 of a mountain lion relentlessly attacking John Marston in a it's the specific cutscene from that game. And, I can almost say go watch it because if I'm having a bad day, this is what I'm going to watch now because it it is a cure all. It's the best. Like, oh my god, it makes it's the best. Me, it made me laugh. It it broke me. So you have to go. To, you have to go across it. to my Twitter feed. I retweeted it. <laughs> it's just so good. Please do, please do. But um, where can I find you, Joel? You can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, most of mine's just been about. Having COVID. Having COVID. Um, Not fun. Yep. Yep. Like the time where like Saturday, like Friday, uh, like late Friday night, I lost my sense of taste and smell and I'm like, well, here we go. And then within 24 hours it came back and I was like, all right, well, false alarm. So That's, exciting times here. It came back quickly. It did. That's good. And you know what I, do you know what I credit as to giving me my taste coming back? It's another thing I tweeted about. My new favorite snack. Lifesavers sticks. These things are fucking the best things in the world. They are like flavored licorice 
consistency tubes filled with sherbet. And they are absolutely delicious. No, but it's like that fruit licorice. It's not licorice, flavored licorice. No. No, you're crazy. You're fucking crazy. You are fucking crazy. No. This is like God tier shit. Respectfully. Oh my God. No. (laughs) I like, I'm sad that I don't have a bag of them in my house now. Like they are, they are just so addictive. I can't stop eating them, which is bad because I'm diabetic. But man, good stuff. It's the best. Get get around them, please. Tweet at me. Join me in my my lovely like lifesaver sticks commune. You know we can shun the non-believers. Are you good now? What, You've got you got out yeah, of your I'm system. Good. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. I want to get them in my system again because they're so delicious. I need to get more of them Okay, in my I'm going to let our wonderful theme song take us the hell out of this and uh, we'll catch you all <laughs> next time. Options podcast.